mini episode 1595 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1595. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of Your Honor Episode 2.9. Here's our top five notes of interest heading into the penultimate episode of the series. Number five, Eugene's pushing his case to trial. What's that going to look like? Somehow, miraculously, Lee was able to use her info about Carlo's trial to get a deal where Eugene would have a chance to get out in three years without rolling over on the Desire Gang, but that still wasn't good enough for him. Side note, how is Michael fixing a trial somehow a secret? Isn't that a large part of what he went to jail for? The plot holes are becoming canyons here. Somehow the prosecutors don't know yet that Michael's cases may all end up being tainted, Thea still doesn't seem to know that Michael went away in part for covering up the fact that Adam killed her brother, and on and on. Season 1 had plot holes and unnecessary distractions, but nothing compared to what we're seeing here. Number 4. No Charlie and no Elizabeth in the third last episode. We need significant doses of them going forward. Somehow Olivia needs Michael or Thea to get more dirt on the Baxters when she's already got Charlie getting evidence on Jimmy, but with that being the case, there will be awkwardness if Michael and Charlie overlap in their efforts due to what came out about Robin's death, and that will at least be interesting. And admittedly, this comes somewhat from a huge admiration for the actress Margot Martindale, but she has made Elizabeth a formidable character, and as such, Elizabeth can provide tremendous backup for Michael in his efforts to shield Fia from her family. She needs to be a huge part of the last two episodes. Number three, Big Mo's implosion begins. The big moment of triumph with the opening of the new club will forever mark the high water point of the Desire Gang as the tide is quickly receding back to sea with the destruction of the clubs and the war that Gina is on the verge of starting. Speaking of which, number two, the Baxter Civil War begins. Jimmy has co-opted Carlo with Fia having run away, and now Gina has decided definitively that she's done with her husband. Her dad is a much bigger crime lord anyway, and is more in line with her approach of maximum aggressiveness against desire. The real question is if Jimmy's father-in-law even decides to let him keep living in the aftermath of the marriage collapsing, because everything becomes much cleaner and much easier without him in the picture. But then, what does that do to Olivia's plans, which seem more centered around bringing down Jimmy? Number one, after a season of resistance, Michael finally embraces Olivia's efforts to bring down Jimmy. Now, after seeing how his son's baby mama and his grandson could be caught in the crossfire of the federal efforts against Jimmy, he's determined to substitute himself. How he can manage that with a man who neither trusts nor tolerates him and has threatened him with death repeatedly is going to be quite a story. 
The last two episodes are going to be incredibly exciting. Here's hoping, as always, that they make sense as well. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.